Greetings. Welcome to Father and Son, a basketball podcast. I'm the father, Paul Shepard. With me, Luke, my 11-year-old son. We're here to talk hoops. Free agent news tonight. Pre-July 4th festivities. We've got fireworks in the background this Tuesday evening, 10.05 p.m. Eastern. Luke and I joining you from our studio near Indianapolis, Indiana. Our poor dog, Reggie, he's just not having the, He's not loving these fireworks, people. He's in, he's in and out of the room. I, I closed the door on him, and then he opened it himself. He's, and now he's, he's really nervous. Okay. Uh, fireworks in the background. Poor okay. Reggie. He's a lab. Uh, he's a good boy. But he is, uh, he's not loving the fireworks tonight. So he's right. So you're going to hear his tail. Yep. But that's okay. Hey, the show must go on and the show will go on. And five minutes after last night's podcast. Yeah, like five minutes. DeMarcus Cousins (laughs) signed on a mid-level exception, $5.3 million. And for one year. Now, this, he said the reason he's, the reason He's signing with the uh, Warriors because apparently he got no other offers that, from other teams. And since he didn't get many other offers, he decided to just join the Warriors. I think it was just kind of a, a mad thing because, you know, Boogie kind of has some, you know, anger. You know, he has a little bit of anger issues. And so what happened, I think, is that when the Pelicans signed Julius Randle on a $18 million total um, um, deal, I think it kind of got Cousins mad, and he just decided to just, you know what, like, screw the Pelicans, I'm going to go to the Warriors. Watch your language. <laughs> I'm his father, I can say that. But now, Cousins joined the Warriors for one year on $5.3 million, and since, I think what he's going to do is coming back in about January. America. Since he's coming back in January... Uh, he's probably going to try to prove himself that he's worth the max contract and then he's going to leave the Warriors because the Warriors, unless they somehow clear up getting rid of Andre Iguodala and, you know, getting rid of some other players, they could end up with Cousins on a max deal. And yeah. they'll and they'll have that super team. But hopefully they won't and Cousins will leave next year. But, yeah, the Warriors are going to win a ring again. I know. Let's talk about your reaction last night. You weren't you weren't happy about this deal at all. You, I, was, you're, I think your exact words were, I quit the NBA. Like, I'm really – A lot of people aren't happy with this move. Yeah, only Warriors fans. Warriors fans, slightly. Like, I could probably show a picture of – to, to some Warriors fans, a picture of Jason Richardson, and they'd be like Draymond Green. But well, well, let's go back even before that. Let's talk about Run TMC. All right. Yeah, Run TMC. Yeah, I could probably ask him like Run. You know the slogan Run TMC back in like the nineties. Who okay? And, yeah. Who are the players, Luke? Run TMC. Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, and Chris Mullen. There you go, folks. That's why and he I'm has a podcast. Fan. Like I could probably I I watched the, this YouTuber he. He tries to expose like war- bandwagon warrior fans by asking them like questions about the um, about the warriors, and when he asks them questions about the warriors, they have to answer, and it's like you know, or he'll like trick them just saying like, if you heard you know Draymond Green's gonna be the new donkey in the Shrek movie, he like, 
And they're like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. No, it's not really going to happen. Like, he'll trick them and he'll kind of say and prove them that they're bandwagons. And, like, the, he wow. would go up to I, I don't know that I would know who was in the new Shrek movie. But anyway, so moving on, um, what other thoughts do you have? I mean, last night there were, there were and, yeah. and today some other big this, news. This morning I actually, like, I when I woke up I talked to Jake saying, my brother, he saying, like, I had this crazy, like, it was like dream slash nightmare, and I'm not, and I am not even kidding. I said this saying like, and I didn't know that it wasn't a nightmare until Jake told me. He was like, I was like, man, I, I had a nightmare that like Demarcus Cousins signed with the like Warriors on a low contract, and uh, and then <laughs> and then I started looking at my phone. And I checked out Twitter, and you know nothing was going on. If I heard about like Tyreek Evans, and I went to YouTube, and I saw all these like Demarcus Cousins things to the Warriors, and I was like, wait. Jake, did Marcus Cousins sign with the Warriors? And Jake was like, yeah. And I was like, I was like scared. It's reality. Yeah, like. Yep. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's it, really it was happened. like a nightmare. Reggie, move. Oh, <laughs> his bowl. Poor Reggie. I can't move. Look at this. He's got his bowl. Yeah, he, he feels better with his bowl. Okay, moving so, on. So let's let's talk about some of the free agent news today. Yeah, um, Tyreek Evans. Pretty big move uh, from Memphis. He had a great season this this year, probably his second best year of his career behind his rookie year. But this year he averaged like 19.5 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, a near all-star year in my opinion. In my opinion. So the Pacers just recently signed him to a one-year $12 million deal, which I think is a steal. And if they're going to sign him with $12 million, I really doubt that they're going to bench him. Like, he's gonna, I think he's going to start at the three, and I think they're going to move Boy onto the bench and then run. Uh, and then you'll have some great scoring off the bench involving um, Aaron Holiday, uh, Doug McDermott, Boyan, um, and then you'll also have... Somebody like... Well, you still have Domas Sabonis. Yeah, Domas Sabonis. And then you could end up signing another shooting guard because I think we still have a little bit of money left. Um, they have a, the Pacers have a mid-level yeah, exception left. And they do have a mid-level exception, so they definitely could look to sign another solid shooting guard from the bench. Or a power forward. Or, or yeah, a power forward. Yeah, I think... Um, but we have I, Doug McDermott and Boyle. Like, what are we going to do with that? Well, I think... So I think that's that's the dilemma for them. And, and that's why I really think that Tyree comes off the bench for the Pacers because I think what, what, what you see is you have Victor Oladipo and you have um, Bogey in the starting lineup. And so you've got that, that shooter and you've got the, the, the pen, you know, Oladipo who can penetrate, drive and dish, score, finish, shoot, kind of do it all. And then I think you bring Tyreek Evans off the bench who can complement Oladipo in that role. And they'll play together at times, too. I think Evans will get his his minutes. But I think you bring him off the bench with um, – uh, who were you – with um, – Stumbonis. Uh, well, no, uh, McDermott, uh, the, new, the newest acquisition. And I think, you know, that's a similar sort of trade-off – Versus having Bogdanovich and McDermott both coming off the bench and kind of playing a similar role as a shooter. 
just you know well, a spot up shooter. Well, Boyan's not just a spot up shooter; he's a great scorer. And if we move Tyreek Evans to starting lineup, number one, it's an upgrade because we get a new playmaker in the starting lineup, and he can score. And I think he'll and, be in and, out there in the fourth quarter when it matters. And then you'll have. And then you'll have Oladipo beside him, and you'll have some great scoring with Carlson, a nice passing point guard. And then you'll have great defense and a stretch five from Turner and a stretch four and, and, and to Thaddeus Young. Now, the Thaddeus Young, wait. So, the, I, no, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Well, so you, you mentioned that, uh, returning on the, that player option deal. Obviously. So the the Pacers, though, look like a, a formidable team in the East now. Now, I, since when, signing Tyreek Evans, I was really scared that they weren't going to sign somebody, but signing Tyreek Evans, that's a good move, a huge move, actually. Whether he starts or comes off player. the bench, I think that... He's a near all-star player. I saw the uh, a Greg Doyle uh, art column in the uh, Indy Star today where he talked about, you know, Evans was in this, this niche of players... Uh, who averaged nineteen five and five, and the list was short. It was you know it was LeBron, it was Harden, KD, um, and a few other guys. It was ten deep or so. But but the, you yeah. know the guy mixed with with those other all stars was was Tyreek Evans. So I think that's a really strong addition from the Pacers, and it will be interesting to see what they do in the East that's, now, especially in a, in a LeBronless East. Yeah, and it's going to be – and now Skip Bayless saying that Joel Embiid is apparently the best player in the East. Embiid needs to play a full season before he gets any sort of accolades about I being the best I still don't think he's the best player in the East. Giannis is – I think is going to win the MVP next year. And, he, and are you forgetting about Giannis? I mean – He's got a better skill level. I'm I'm sorry, Embiid, but Giannis is better. I think. Well, I'm assuming MVP. Kyrie Irving comes back healthy. Yeah. If he may have something to say about that yeah, as well. Yeah, I think it's Giannis, Kyrie, and then Embiid when they're all healthy. I think that's the order from oh. one to three. All right, so let's let's move on. Enough Pacers talk and and and, and Eastern. What are some of the other uh, sightings that you, that have been on your radars over the last? Uh, 24 hours since we did our last podcast, Luke. Uh, Dante Exum, this uh, signing about um, three, three years, years 36 mil. 33 mil, 11 mil. One, Still, that's a, that's a big that's, number. That is a big contract to Dante Exum. It's kind of um, just, I'm, I don't really think this is a smart move. He's not really too healthy either, and he's not an amazing player, so I think the Jazz could have saved this money on Anybody else? They probably they Dante Exum is nearly making the same amount of money. He's making more money than Julius Randle, uh, a little bit less money than Tyreek Evans. So, so you're saying that <laughs> Dante Exum is making Four like minutes. the same, near, like is technically close to an All Star because of Tyreek's money. Like I think this is a little overpaid because I think Tyreek was a little underpaid, but luckily he went to the Pacers. But Luke yeah. snuggling with Reggie right now as he's talking about basketball. Poor Reggie. The fireworks are so scary. Yes, and he lays on the couch every night, and he's so, like, unspoiled. All right, continue. What, um, uh, what else don't today? Take some, uh, Devin Booker. Yeah, D-book. He's near a... <laughs> Max deal? Near a five-year, $158 million deal there. He's nearing towards it. It's nearly confirmed that it's going to happen. It's 
like, he's nearly 100% sure. So I really like that about Devin Booker. He's very loyal to a team that's been bad for the last five years. He's very loyal to them, and he, and he really thinks that eventually this team can go into the right spot. Um, this franchise will go into the correct spot at one point with, you know, DeAndre Aiden. I think he still want to plays with him. And um, <laughs> Reggie went under my legs, and my legs pull all the way up. But, oh, oh, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Needless to say, Reggie's a little nervous right now. <laughs> Let's move on. Farted. <laughs> <laughs> poor Reggie. Okay, poor us. We're let's talk about love in the summer league. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, before we talk summer league, and we're gonna we'll make that short and sweet. Um, I know there is a player or two that you want to mention, but um, uh, who who are the top guys left out there, Luke? Uh, definitely Isaiah Thomas is up there. Clint Capella is a very interesting free interesting agent. Interesting that they haven't because, re-signed yeah, him yet. Are well, they... the, the Rockets do not have much cap, and people think that he's a max deal, and he thinks that he's a max deal. The Rockets don't want to give him a max deal. And so you actually tweet out an emoji, a sad face emoji, um, which kind of thinks that oh. maybe the Rockets are not going to bring him back. And I think that being a restricted free agent – I don't know if the Rockets are going to bring him back, and that'll bring the Rockets right out of contention. I remember when Michael Jordan tweeted out a sad face emoji back in uh, 1992 for the Bulls. It was a, what? It was a crying emoji. No. Bull no, crap. Maybe not. Watch your language. Okay. okay. Can you move your chair? <laughs> Father and son keeping it real on the basketball but. podcast. All right. So, yeah, and another interesting one is Zach Levine. Uh, yeah. Restricted free agent for the Bulls. He was traded last year in the Jimmy Butler trade, uh, where they traded the seventh pick. Um, I think there. I think the Bulls like sixteenth pick. The Bulls traded the sixteenth pick and Jimmy Butler for uh, technically Larry Markkinen, um, Zach Levine, and Chris Dunn. Which I think the Bulls might have won that trade. I think Markkinen will turn into like a Dirk Nowitzki, Chris Porzingis type player, and Zach Levine is a solid scorer. He came back okay this year, but I don't know if he's going to want to stay. So he might leave to go to a, a contender as a great sh- scoring shooting guard, and he might try to maybe win a championship and get a solid, solid deal. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Okay, let's talk summer league. Um, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Trey Young, and I want to talk about Jaron Jackson, <laughs> and I want to talk about... A little bit of a disparity between their games. Uh, yeah, Trey Young, he had a horrible first half. Like, I have to admit, he went, like, he. I think in the total, he went, like, 0 for 9 from 3. He... He was trying to do, like, off-the-screen threes, and he went 0 for 9. He airballed, like, three of them. He – and then he started – he only had, like, two points. But then in the second half, picked it up, got 14 more, hit 1-3. But he really did not have a good summer league game. Really inconsistent. Um, but we'll see what he does in the next game. And Jackson. And, yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr., I really didn't think that the this – I really did not think that this guy, like, with the fourth pick, I didn't really think the Grizzlies made the right decision. But seeing the first summer league game, he proved himself to be really something special. 
getting 29 points, hitting eight three-pointers for a power forward slash center. He's, like, seven feet tall, and he's, like, going off the screen. Like, he's so quick, and, he, and he's long and lanky, and he just pops threes in people's faces, and they go in. He, nothing but net. He is – he had a spectacular first game, and, you know, he hit that bat, uh, buzzer beater half court to end the half, the first half. Um, but – I, 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 yeah, I think that he had a spectacular he did. debut. He, he had a, a tremendous debut, and and I, and I will tell you this though that I've I've put a lot of optimism in in the summer league in the past, and you see performances from guys, and you're like, oh wow, this guy, and then you know he doesn't get off the bench in the regular well, season. Well, so. you saw Kyle Kuzma last year. Lonzo was the MVP. Uh, averaging, I think, 16 points, 11 assists, and nearly 8 rebounds a game, and winning the MVP in the Summer League. Uh, and then Kuzma showing himself, Tatum showing himself. So it's definitely a glimpse of what these uh, guys can do. And fair who's enough, gonna be fair enough. So this, and uh, Mo, Mo Wagner, actually, last night, yeah. had a really good game. So did Marvin Bagley, actually had a really good game. Two, the funny thing is, uh, Mo Wagner is... He was the 27th pick for the Lakers, I think. At, and Kuzma was the 27th pick last year. So maybe, And he had a good summer league. Maybe Wagner turns out to really do something in the NBA. Like he could, when he comes off the bench, he could do something and then eventually move into the starting lineup as their starting center and be a nice young asset for them. And, yeah, I would just say Marvin Bagley uh, against the Lakers, actually, had a great game, showing his post off and showing his range from the three-point line. Uh, his, his incredible athleticism. His, uh, he was drawing fouls out there. I was watching the game, and there were, yeah, there were. I would just say many factors to show that he's a very kind of special player. Like there's a lot of stretch fours and stretch fives in this draft. All right. Well, we'll keep our eye out on, on Jaron Jackson. Uh, Luke, obviously uh, he's buying in. All right. So uh, another move that we didn't talk about, if we mm-hmm. get back to some free agency moves, well, not even free agency move, really. It was a, it was like a cap clearing move, I think for the nuggets. Was, yes, definitely. Uh, the, the trade trade. of Wilson Chandler. Yeah, I actually didn't know who they traded him for because it, it never said. But I found out um, when I look at, when I uh, researched it more. So the Nuggets traded um, the rights to a 2022 second rounder, um, a 2021 first uh, second round pick, and also Wilson Chandler to the 76ers. It was kind of a salary dump because all they got were minimal cash considerations. Which I think were like mm. maybe really minimal cash like, considerations that like really a low amount of money. Like yeah. if you didn't know, probably the, one of the worst trades of all time were I don't remember. I think it was the Sixers, maybe the uh, New Jersey Nets that traded Kyle Korver for I think somewhere around three hundred thousand dollars. They traded Kyle Korver. Mm-hmm. For four hundred thousand dollars, and those four hundred thousand dollars apparently got invested into their summer league program in a freaking sorry copy machine. Yeah, he apologized. You heard that? Yeah, a copy machine, 
and eventually the coffee machine broke. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so it's they, almost like um, uh, uh, the Flint Tropics, where he so he got fl- <laughs> traded for a washing machine, except he got traded for a copy machine. Yeah, I mean, and Kyle Corver was much more worth than I mean than uh, Munson or Monix, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm thinking of um, a different movie. Okay, so let's um, get Trump. <laughs> yeah, Luke, Luke I, and I have already decided that. Oh, well, you, you, you tell. Uh, the trap is where I would. Um, we I, I coached basketball. Luke. Yeah. Yeah, in basketball, in this league we play. I don't think I'm gonna say it here, yeah. but yeah, this league we play. Uh, it's basketball, and uh, my dad usually coaches me every year. And I think, and we always usually. get to have, yeah, and we get to name our. <laughs> we get to name our. Our like. We get to name our teams most of the time, and last year we were like the Greyhounds to be like the fastest dog yeah. on earth, and I think next year we want to like be, if I do not make it, because I'm, I'm actually going to middle school next year, and if I don't make one of the, t- if I, I don't make the A team or the B team, Seven then seven. I'm, yeah, and then I'm going to go to, um, going to the league we play in, in... And we're going to probably name our team the Flint Tropics. <laughs> I like it. We'll yeah, be the, our, let's get our, tropical. Let's get tropical. And yeah, like, I love where like, Jackie Moon passes out and he's just like, okay, get the stretcher. We don't have a stretcher. Jackie sold it. <laughs> but, and they like carry him and they don't stabilize his head and his head's like. I told Luke we can only be the Flint Tropics if he agrees to shoot his free throws granny style. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, we didn't. Yeah, because I'm kind of like the investor, you know, just like, you know, I'm very good at free throws. <sighs> <sighs> Jackie, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he shoots granny style. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, I'm already a good free throw cheer. I'm not going to go granny style and ruin it. But maybe it'll work. But yeah, let's just kind of go back. So this was definitely just like a salary dump for the Nuggets and um, in the Wilson Chandler trade. Yeah, he got traded for a copier. <laughs> okay, so um, any other free agent moves that you want to talk about, Luke? Mm, not really. I don't really think we've seen any. Okay, well, I tell you what. So uh, two nights ago, we ended our podcast, and it was uh, LeBron signing with the Lakers. Last night, we ended our podcast. Boogie Cousins signed with the Warriors. So are we going to see a Clint Capella move, maybe? Or Isaiah Thomas move? I'm going to call bigger tonight. Kawhi gets traded. Kawhi gets traded? Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see you on the next episode of Father and Son. The Basketball Podcast. <laughs>